0: Woo! Welcome back. Welcome back. The wolves
1: are out. The wolves are
0: howling <laughs> at the moon. We're live here. Actually, we are outside tonight with a we scenic are. vista. If you hear a turkey or my
1: dog barking, you'll know why. Bawk, 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 bawk.
0: <laughs> we are live for the Rebels podcast. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. Um, today, we have a very, very good topic of conversation. Today, we got Alden Bowman on. From uh, Oak Hill Fellowship Church. You bet. Glad it's to awesome. be here. It's awesome to have you on. Nice to
1: have you. Yeah. I mean, wait. You have me. I forget. How are we doing this? I'm your I, think, guest. It's I okay. think it's both. I think it's both because you have me. But yeah, I'm, you're on okay. my podcast. I'm, so I'm, I'm, I'm glad at your to be house. here. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait.
0: Yeah. I live here. Okay. <laughs> Sweet. So today we're gonna be talking about First uh, Corinthians chapter 13, and uh has got a lot of stuff we're gonna go over, and it's gonna be super good. Um, I'm super excited. This is going to be a great podcast. I I
1: told Trent that we were going to do chapter 13 of 1 Corinthians. He says, oh, I love the love chapter. And I'm like, uh, okay, (laughs) here we go. We're (laughs) going to find out how much I love it after (laughs) this. That's right. (laughs) Exactly. So, uh, guys,
0: this week we actually – I'll give you a quick recap of what we got going on this week. We got – Alden's going to be on, and then we'll have this episode out probably Tuesday morning. He's going to be talking about 1 Corinthians 13, and then we're going to have – we're going to tie that into Psalms here, so that'll be really interesting. And then we're going to have Dan Mulder's going to be back on the podcast. Dan the man. Dan the man. Dan Dan the fireman. I don't know why I called him that. He's <laughs> I think it still bothers him. And we're going to talk about adoption and the fact that uh, God called us into his family, uh, and he's our father. Good and topic right there. That's going to be super good. Yeah, so, good topic. Anyway. Um, I have adopted children. You know that, right? Oh, really? So I
1: have, that one has special meaning to me, but anyhow. Yeah, that's a good one.
0: That is a good <laughs> for one. For another
1: day in another time.
0: So, you got any jokes? Jokes? Or not really. I usually no. ask people if they got uh, jokes, and off the top of your head, you, you should have, have asked. Jokes. Yeah. No. No. No jokes. No jokes. No jokes. We're no I mean, jokes here on For the Rebels podcast. We no, are scripture. This is serious stuff. This is no <laughs> joke.
1: <laughs> so, rebels with a cause, not Reb- those guys without a cause. Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> yep. We have a cause for the cause of Christ. We do. So. You want to get us started here? Let's do this. uh, So we're going to jump
1: into 1 Corinthians 13, but we're going to do the second half. But in order to uh, sort of help set the table a little bit here, we we need to understand that in 1 Corinthians 12, Paul, by the power of the Holy Spirit, is talking to the believers of Jesus Christ in Corinth, and he's talking about spiritual gifts because they've had some let's say, bad understanding of what it means to be filled with the Holy Spirit and work yeah. spiritual gifts out in the church. So he's going through and explaining to them uh, what that looks like, members of the body, like explaining fingers and eyes and nose and all the parts of our body and how that relates to members in the body of Christ and how we need them all. There is no less important or more important body part. Yeah. in the body of Christ right yep we all need to be doing our part yeah but then after that he jumps into this thing about love like okay how is there a connection between like the parts of the body of Christ and spiritual gifts and and love so as Trent called this I love the love chapter the so love, the love. <laughs> first <laughs> Corinthians we're, we're gonna skip into the second half of first Corinthians and start in verse 8. And I'm just going to read it through the end of 1 Corinthians 13. It reads, Love never ends. As for the prophecies, they will pass away. As for tongues, they will cease. As for knowledge, it will pass away. For we know in part, and we prophesy in part, but when the perfect comes, and that's an important point we're going to talk about in a little bit, the partial will pass away. is love. love the words of God the words of God awesome so when you dig into this a little bit I think there is bookends here in the beginning of verse 8 and the end of verse 13 he starts there in verse 8 with love never ends and he ends at the end of first verse 13 chapter 13 the greatest of these is love yeah. And then in between that we have this thing about prophesying and speaking in tongues and knowledge that we might have and how all those things will pass away. They're not permanent. But when the perfect comes, <laughs> the perfect So, so the, who's the perfect? Oh. Trent? I'm not sure. I kind of thought
0: you were going to tell me. <laughs> no, no.
1: I told you there's questions coming. No. Here, right? Oh, boy. Here we go. The perfect. <laughs> Who is, what is, when the perfect comes there in verse 10? The perfect. Well, Jesus. That would be, Jesus see, was perfect. Jesus. it's such a Sunday school answer. It's like, just say Jesus. <laughs> just say it for anything. You, you almost can't go wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you just say Jesus, right? When the perfect comes, the partial will pass away. So what is Paul talking about that? Well, my belief in this is that we walk by faith here on earth. We have God's word that he gave to us yep. by the Holy Spirit in man writing his word down. We have the Holy Spirit working in our lives. We have the ability to pray to God and to call out to him. All of those things will not give us a complete picture of God. Now, not yeah. to be a heretic, yeah. I'm not going to say that you can't know God by reading his word. You can, and you can know him very well if you spend time and energy to know that. Yeah. But you're only going to know what he's allowed to be written down. Yep. You're not going to know more than that. Right? Only what he's revealed to us. Only what he's revealed to yeah. us, right? Which is a lot, and we should study his word. But when the perfect comes, when Jesus comes, when we are in his presence again, that partial knowledge will pass away. So right now we're living by faith. When we are with Christ and see him face to face, we will live by sight. Yeah. That... that, So our hope will be completed. Kind of drops me to my knees when I think about that. But yes, our hope will be completed, right? So he talks about faith and he talks about hope, but love abides. Well, okay, so... If you define love, and there's many definitions of love out there, but where does love come from, Trent? Where's yeah. love come from? Jesus, <laughs> right? In <laughs> it God. Comes from God, right? Yeah,
0: it's in God. Yeah. yeah.
1: So without God, love wouldn't exist here on Earth. Yeah. It's a part of being made in the image of God, is that we are spiritual beings, right? No other part of creation is a spiritual being. So we have the ability to love, but that love comes from our Creator. From God, uh, can I tie in a Bible verse here? Quick? Sure, you can. Of course. I was just Wait, thinking here. Do we uh, have a Bible checker today? We don't have a famous Bible verse or looker upper no, guy. Come on, I'm disappointed. What's man. that? Well, I know. I guess you can handle it. We're good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I was just thinking here, First uh, John chapter four, mm. verse ten. In this is love, not that we have loved God, but that yeah. He loved us and sent His Son to be the propitiation for our sins. Yeah. Beloved, if God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. Yeah. No one has ever seen God. If we love one another, God abide, abides in us and his love is perfected
1: in yep. us. Yeah. So right there you go. Where's Where's love come from? It comes, it comes from, from, from God, you. right? It wouldn't exist here on earth if it wasn't for God. So, for we know in part and we prophesy in part, but when the perfect comes, the partial will pass away. And when I was a child, I spoke like a child, I thought like a child, I reasoned like a child, When I became a man, so we're talking about maturity here, I gave up childish ways. For now we see in a mirror dimly. Okay, so let's talk about that. Why? What are you talking about, Alden? We're looking in a mirror. My mirror is not that dim. What's up with that? Assuming I've washed it lately. And it's not cracked. (laughs) It's not cracked. (laughs) Oh, my. So, well, back in the day when this was written... The mirrors that we have today didn't exist. Uh, The Corinthians were known for their brass mirrors, right? So they polished brass, and you could look in them and see a reflection, sort of like if you're next to a big tractor trailer. On the engine, they have a chrome muffler running up the side. you got a big spot you can look at, and you can see yourself fairly well, but it's not as good as looking in the mirror that we have in today's modern time. So the analogy here that Paul is looking at is saying, Hey, now we see in a mirror dimly, but then face-to-face. Well, face-to-face to to what or with who? So what do you Uh, think, Trent? Another question for (laughs) me. Man, you're keeping me on my toes. (laughs) Oh, man. But you know it's the Sunday school answer. Can I over Jesus? Anyhow. Was was that a turkey? That was a turkey. That was... uh, uh, (laughs) <laughs> not <a> one. <laughs> You're not the only. You and I aren't the only turkeys here. We actually have some in the woods. Anyhow. We three now. <laughs>
0: oh man. So the so question. You remember the question? No. Uh, the question is.
1: <laughs> we will see clearly what. Yeah. Is that, is that, so. So the question is, is so for now we see in a mirror dimly. Mm-hmm. The analogy being back then their mirrors were dim, yeah. polished brass, but then face-to-face. Seeing Jesus Christ face-to-face, being able to yeah, comprehend his love for us fully. You'll be completely, everything will be revealed to you yeah. when you're face-to-face with Jesus, yeah. the Father God, when you are face-to-face with him, right? Yeah. Like for now, we see dimly in a mirror. We study God's word. We pray. The Holy Spirit works in our lives. All are great things, yeah. but we're living by faith, yeah in hope not by sight when we are in the presence of god we will be living by sight cuz he'll yeah. be there and we'll everything will be revealed to us okay so that's the analogy that's that paul's amazing. making
0: here that is going uh, and then my brain can stop exploding trying to understand this god who <laughs> saved us
1: yeah <laughs> i'd like to see the day when that happens trent but anyhow okay yeah if you say so i don't believe it so oh then boy. the rest of it says now i know in part then i shall know fully Right, so the analogy that we just made with the mirror and then face to face is what Paul just comes out and says here. Right now, I know in part; then I shall know fully. Even as I have, I have been fully known, and we're gonna go into Psalm 139 about that being fully known part, and sort of tie that together for you because it wrecks me every time I read Psalm 139. So we're gonna yeah. we're gonna spend some time there. Good passage. Okay? Good passage. Spend some time there. And okay, so then in verse 13. So now faith, hope, and love abide. These three, but the greatest of these is love. So why is that, Trent? Because love never ends. Love never ends. Love never ends. Love never ends. Yeah. love never ends. And why
0: does it never end? Because God is love and God has yeah. always been, always will be, and right. forever will be. Right. So, you yeah. know, we
1: it gets wow. back to the living by faith, right? Yeah. Versus living by sight when we are with Christ in the future, when we pass from this earth and are with him, okay? Or at his second coming. So now faith, hope, and love abide. Well, we can only have faith and hope because of love, because of what Christ did on the cross for us, right? Wow, that's some interesting, yeah. That's the only reason we, otherwise, you know, I often ask, where do people that don't believe in Jesus Christ get their hope from? I mean, I I look at the world around me, and if I'm honest, the brokenness of the world sits on my shoulders someday, and it just weighs me down, because I don't have to look very far to see the sinful nature of man and the brokenness of this world that we live in, the disease, uh, people and friends that have passed away because of disease and cancer and things of that. You know, you just, you don't have to look very far. And I have to ask myself, where is your hope if you don't have Christ? And I I get out of bed every morning having hope because I believe in Jesus Christ. And I want that for everybody that I encounter. I want them to know the love of Christ, right? This world would have you believe that you can't love somebody that you disagree with. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of messed up stuff going on in our world, right? We get into transgender stuff we get into homosexuality stuff we get into um people that are not being faithful to their spouses we get into lying and cheating and stealing and murder yeah the world would have you believe trent that you can't love those people yep the world is wrong i don't have to agree with you to love you yeah right yeah I mean, it What's takes an extra verse? special effort.
0: It says, rather speaking the truth in love, right. we are to right. build each other up. Yep, yeah. exactly. So there's something loving about speaking the truth to other there
1: people. There is. And yeah. people think that if you don't agree with them <laughs> yeah. and what their belief is, that you just can't love them. Yeah. That is not the example that Christ gave us when he walked on this earth.
0: And this it's clear true. in scripture about that. Yeah.
1: He healed people that were tax collectors. He asked tax collectors that during the time that the Israelites were paying taxes to the Romans, those tax collectors were not loved very much by the Israelites, right? But who did Jesus invite to be an apostle? Tax collector.
0: Tax collector.
1: Right? Fishermen. Fishermen. Pharisees who right. exactly. tormented the church. Yeah. Yeah. So... Why is it so foreign to this world to think that I can't love you and disagree with you at the same time? You know, we talk a lot about church unity. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm here to tell you, not everybody gets along in the church, yeah. right? Now, there's varying degrees of that. But ultimately, when we say we're living in unity, what are we living in unity to, we are unified in Christ. Exactly. We are one in right? So yeah. can I disagree about something and still be unified in my belief of you, Jesus Christ? You better believe it. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yes, sir. My, so my favorite saying in Oak Hill is at every meeting I have to tell you that you can't go talk about things in the church parking lot. Yeah. You need to be willing to talk about it in the meeting. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's always things that people need to talk about and get off their chest. So... The example here is that love remains. Faith and hope will disappear because when we are in the presence of Christ, we will know ultimately everything there is to know about God and about Jesus that we'll need to know. And love will remain. Love was given to us by God, part of creation in us, and it will remain after we are gone from this earth because Jesus... And God remain forever, right? They're not I time bound. It. They're not time bound at all. They no. choose to operate in time yeah. for us, imbeciles called human beings, right? <laughs> yeah, right? They choose right. to operate in time because yeah. we know that's the world that they made for us and that we live in. Yeah. But they don't. They don't ever have to. We don't ever have to, I should say, worry about love disappearing. Yeah. It will always be here. It came from our Creator. Okay. Yes, it did. To me, it's just a beautiful picture of Paul transitioning from spiritual gifts and members of the body of Christ in chapter 12 in 1 Corinthians. And then there's this little short chapter. Of course, there weren't chapters in the original writings. We know that. There wasn't chapter and verse. But there's this small section on love. And it just is so, to me, it's such a contrast of, okay, there's all these things that you can be doing as members of the body of Christ. Gifts that you've been given. Right. Ways to participate in the body of Christ and be active believers in Jesus Christ. But then there's love. And love will remain. It will always be here and it will always look to be something that we can look forward to when we're in heaven and when we're with Christ. So, I don't know. That is awesome. I get excited about that. We, <laughs> yeah. we skipped the first part of, you know, love is kind and all those things. I just jumped to the part that I I really appreciated. This verse was given to me or this section of scripture was given to me after my dad passed away here at the end of April. And it just reminded me so much of what we have to look forward to in heaven when we can be with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Yeah. So that's awesome. You you ready to go to the Old Testament? Yeah, I'm ready to go there. I was thinking or do you have other things you want to talk about? Well, <laughs> do I go? I mean, other wait a second. Want to this is about? Trent I'm talking to. So, <laughs> Rabbit Trail. Did I hear Rabbit <laughs> Trail? No, trail. we're actually.
0: Yes. Let's stay on the trail, man. We're we're on the main trail for <laughs> once. On the main trail. I do want to read. We talk about love all the time, and I I love reading this beginning part. I'm just gonna. Read this real quick. Love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Hmm. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things.
1: Imagine the picture of this world if we got that.
0: Yeah sounds like heaven I mean, on earth <laughs> right
1: i mean imagine that yeah imagine that if we got that in the body of christ oh. i mean just imagine that i mean something god gave us in love and that will never go away always exists because god is love and he lays out right there that it's patient it's kind it doesn't envy it doesn't boast it's not arrogant I mean, just imagine if we could live our lives that way and treat each other that way. Now, there's this whole thing about sin that we're going to have to deal with, right? Because that doesn't come off the table, this side of heaven. Yeah. Um, But to me, that's a perfect example in those verses four through seven that describes how Jesus walked this earth and how he interacted with human beings. Yeah. And I know that he didn't agree with all of them. Yes, we know that. Right? We know that. But he loved the, them. He
0: loved every single one of them, yeah. Wow.
1: It shouldn't be that foreign of a concept, but this world really wants to make it that. Yeah. I think the devil wants to make it that. Yeah. If I'm to be truthful. Yes, sir. Right? Yep. So it it shouldn't be a foreign concept, and I just I ask everybody to to, when they're listening to this that they think about how many times in their life they didn't agree with somebody, and they thought it meant that couldn't love that person.
0: That hits home. That hits home for me big time. Yeah.
1: It does. Yeah.
0: And then, like, what's it look like? Disagreeing with them but loving them at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Rejoicing in yeah. the truth. Rejoicing in the truth yeah. of God's word. And he, we need to hang on so closely to God's yeah. revelation to us because the world around us doesn't know what they believe anymore. Hey, when I think do. of
1: all the times that I have displayed sin, whether it's I'm arguing with a loved one, whether I'm out there wanting to hate somebody that um, is a customer of mine or is a coworker of mine because they're not doing it the way I think they should do it, if I could just remember those three verses that you just read and see the example of Christ in that and change my mindset about that person being a creation of God... Yeah. It should stop me in my tracks to think about how I could treat them differently. I know. Right? And you want to talk about being an example for Christ, to be a light for Christ. We're called to live differently.
0: Yep.
1: Right? Yeah. So if we want to be a follower of Jesus Christ, we need to think about love and how love came from God and it will never end and it will never stop. And it trump's faith and hope because it yeah. will always be.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. And I think so many times we get we get caught up in all these caught up in all these issues in the church and issues with each other and all this mess and just it just it's a confusing mess our relationships yep. with each other yep. and it's so nice like at times to simplify it down. We can't oversimplify it. I think that's a no, problem. We but can't. but simplify it down to that we just need yeah. to love them. yeah. And, yeah
1: right. For sure. Now. Don't let's not <laughs> Let's not go down this road. So there was a certain yeah. book written called Love Wins. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, is that Bell? Yeah, it's Bell. Yeah. Um, I've read it. Yeah. We need to balance love and truth, and God perfectly is both. He's perfect truth and He's perfect yep. love. Okay. So I'm not saying that love wins at the expense of speaking the truth. What I am saying is if you love the other person, regardless of what they believe to be true, and you speak God's word to them, it will have a bigger impact and effect for the kingdom of God than if you start arguing and disagreeing and chapter and versing without loving them first.
0: Yes, sir. Right?
1: So... Truth and love go hand in hand, but if you come alongside somebody and show them that you can love them and be concerned for them and want to get to know them, you can point them to Scripture and look at it together, and it'll be much more glorifying to God than if you start looking down your nose and thinking that they're just wrong and you're right. Yeah. Yeah. For sure.
0: Because guess who's already won? Christ has already Christ won. Is already Christ won. has already won. He has won. He's already accomplished.
1: So. He's bet. Exactly. Yes, sir. So that's life. That's life. So I think, let's go read right the Psalm 139. Okay, so in my, in my crazy mind, the way my mind works is, so we just saw in what we read in First Corinthians 13 in the second half, that. We don't see clearly here on earth. We have a mirror that's blurry. At least it was back then. Yeah. But when we're face to face with Christ, we will know who God is fully. Well, don't be confused that that means that God doesn't know you because he knows you. And that's why I wanted to go to the first part of Psalm 139. God is our creator he knows exactly that you have hair on your head, Trent, and I have none on mine. Okay? I still have some left. <laughs> <laughs> and he knew that from the beginning. Okay, So I'm going to yeah. read through. I probably should stop along the way. I probably will. Otherwise, we'll be going on forever. And it will be too dark out here and the bugs will start eating us alive. Oh, boy. Here we go. So, Summer times in Lancaster so, County. So, can't beat so, it. Psalm 139. And I'm going to go 1 through 16. And I'll stop here as we go and we'll talk a little bit. Sounds like a plan. Oh Lord, you have searched me and know me. You know when I sit down and when I rise up. You discern my thoughts from afar. You search out my path and my lying down and are acquainted with all my ways. Even before a word is on my tongue, behold, O oh Lord, you know it all together. You hem me in. Oh, favor, this verse 5 just, it gets me every time. You hem me in, behind and before, and lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high. I cannot attain it. So let's, okay, so in my own mind, I put this this section as God knows me, right? I mean, so it's pretty obvious here that he searched me and he knows me right out of the gate. The concept of being that even before a word is on my tongue, behold the Lord, you know it altogether. Like, okay, God knows what I'm gonna say before I say it. That's insane, I mean, it's just like that is insane that makes my head explode, <laughs> and then verse, yeah, boom. wait, you gotta see that, oh wait, this is not this is like this okay, is you not can't you too. See me. okay, I'm okay, that gets me every time because I think
0: I talk with my hands, yes. and I think people can
1: see my hands yes. anyway yes i I can see you talking, and I'm not <laughs> Italian. <laughs> Uh, Italian. See, never mind. We're not going to go down. That's a rabbit trail Italian, right there. Italian, isn't it Italian? Italian? Yes. 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 Well, see, when I was in northern Vermont, we would say that's a, that would be a trait of the French from Quebec. Uh, but anyhow, you know, so we're not in northern Vermont. Hey, verse five, you hem me in behind the before and lay your hand upon me. So envision, for those of you that are listening to this, God has his arms around you. He hems you in behind and before, and and basically he's protecting you. He's laying his hand upon you, okay? He he knows you. He knows what you're going to say. He made you. He searched you. He knows all these things already, and he puts his loving arms around you and tries to protect you. Um, I love the, the idea of hemming, right? So I'm not a seamstress, and I don't hem anything. <laughs> But when you hem something, a skirt or a pair of pants or whatnot, right? you're, you're fitting it, you're sizing it, you're, you're putting it up and you're tacking it together. So he hems me in, he, he holds me together and he puts his arms around me. It's just, you know, poetry isn't my thing, but once in a while I find a psalm that I really can get. okay someone thinks like me this is nice (laughs) so I, I got this one and I just think it's a beautiful word picture okay continuing in seven so where shall I go from your spirit or where shall I flee from your presence even if I ascend to heaven you are there if I make my bed in Sheol you are there if I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea even there your hand shall lead me And your right hand shall hold me. If I say, Surely the darkness shall cover me, and the light about me be night, even the darkness is not dark to you. The night is bright as the day, for darkness is as light with you. So, this section I sort of describe as God is with me. No matter where I go, whether it be heaven or hell, God is with me. He is light. He does not know darkness. Darkness doesn't exist with God. And even in darkness, when I'm in darkness, um, the night is bright as day. So at nighttime, it's bright with God. With God. And it just blows my mind when I think about um, this description of being... With God, or rather, I should say, God being with me, because that's what this describes. And so I guess
0: when Dan comes on Wednesday, we're going to talk more about this. But just the amazing fact that the almighty, all powerful, all knowing creator, sustainer of the universe, sovereign, sovereign. He's high and lifted up. Holy, holy, holy holy is the Lord God almighty. Yeah. But yet he sustains us. He comforts us. He guides us. He protects us. We have this intimate relationship with him. He is with me. But at the same time, he's all powerful, all knowing. He he's we can't yeah. even yeah.
1: imagine, but we know it's true. Yeah, and that's so Ephesians three twenty, right? We don't begin to trust and believe how able God is. Yes, we we discount God so much because we can't comprehend who huh. who God is.
0: I got it. now. Oh, to Bible hi- checker. Here we go. Here we go. Famous Bible <laughs> verser. Look her up, her
1: That's
0: me today. Now, to him who is able to do far more abundantly than all we could think or ask. I said that backwards. But according to the power at work within us, yeah. to him be the glory in the church in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. Now, to him who is able to do far more abundantly yeah. than we could ask yeah. or think.
1: Yeah. And we... Wow. We, I don't know why... Even as believers in Jesus Christ, we make God small. I don't know wow. if it's sin nature that drives that, Trent. It's got to um, be part of that. You know, uh, the devil's sitting on our shoulders wanting us to believe that God's not able.
0: I, and I think our pride's got a lot to do with that, you too, because we, we want yeah. to have more control than we yeah. actually
1: have. Yeah, the, the God's word has a lot to say about pride yes, in contrasting does. about humility, right? Yeah. Uh, a lot to say about that. Huh. Okay, are we going to continue 139? Yes, sir. There's we more are. good stuff. I mean, Since you know, I'm just saying.
0: Really, yeah, stay on track.
1: <laughs> <laughs> when do we do that on further Rifles? Okay, it, so yeah. we could be starting a new trend tonight. Oh, we're actually on top. I of doubt that. it highly, but maybe. <laughs> we'll see we'll see how where we wind up we might wind up in in leviticus (laughs) (laughs) i doubt it but maybe i doubt it okay psalm 139 starting then in verse 13 for you formed my inward parts you knitted me together in my mother's womb i praise you for i am fearfully and wonderfully made wonderful are your works my soul knows it very well my frame was not hidden from you when I was being made in secret, intricately woven in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed substance. In your book were written, every one of them, the days that were formed for me, when as yet there was none of them. So God knew me before I even was born, or before I was even in the womb, I would say. God knew me, right? Yeah. So because of this verse... I've used it a couple times to people that have had children that were born with disabilities, physical or otherwise, at some point. And it says, you form my inward parts, you knitted me together in my mother's womb, I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works. My soul knows it very well. So... God's like works are wonderful. Yeah, and we know it. Like right? in our inner being, we know yeah.
0: his works are amazing. And, so this yeah.
1: word would ha- world would have you believe that certain people, when they're born, they're quote-unquote disabled because they may act or look different than those that are considered not different and not disabled. In God's eyes, is that child that is supposedly labeled by this world disabled, of less value to him than those that aren't labeled as disabled?
0: Of course not.
1: Right. Yeah, of course. Because they were fearfully and wonderfully made.
0: Every single one of us. And
1: in this world, would that be hard? Yeah. You know, not being able to see, not having fingers and toes or arms or legs, right? Being born with some other crippling disease. So I don't know when to draw the line between wonderfully made and the sinful, broken nature of this world and disease. But I am going to embrace every child that is born. And I am not going to question God's ability to make wondrous and beautiful things. Yeah. yeah. So man labels That's people, awesome. right? But God has made people wonderfully. Yeah. And right. I think that goes
0: back. What's our identity? Our identity is found in Christ. Yeah. As Christians, our identity is found in Him. Our worth is in what Christ did exactly. for us. Exactly. Yeah. How do we know that we're fearfully and wonderfully made? Because Jesus Christ paid paid for us. Paid he paid for Christ. us to be in relationship with yep. Yep. God the Father. And so. He
1: He He did it yeah. willingly. Yes, sir. And lovingly. I mean, I find me a man. Find me a lady. <laughs> That would do that. No, only one could. Yes, sir. And then the other thing that blows my mind about that is that was God's plan from the beginning of time. It's not like he was caught off guard, that he was surprised by sin. God had this plan, and the Holy Spirit and the Son were present with him in Genesis. We can go to some scriptures, and I can point you we there. We can do that. <laughs> right?
0: Yeah. Then we might end up in Leviticus. But he was there. (laughs) That's right.
1: Let's not go. Uh, I want to go to Genesis. Genesis I can do, but not Leviticus. Yeah, not Leviticus. Anyhow. But I I just am overwhelmed. Um, I find my hope in Christ. And it is because God is love. It's because that I know that on earth I am walking by faith. But when I am in his presence and I see face to face, then I will be in the presence and I will be fully Aware of who God is. As he is fully aware of me, as it says in Psalm 139, God knows me. And when I'm in the presence of God, when he comes again, or when I die and pass on and go to heaven, I will fully know God beyond what I can learn from his word and His praying and by being in a local expression of the church, a body of believers. That is no way is to discount any of those things. It is to say that I can't fully know God until I am in his presence. Yep. And that's I think that's awesome. a beautiful thing.
0: I think that is a beautiful thing. And I think that's a beautiful way to wrap up another episode of For the Rebels podcast. For the Rebels,
1: with a cause. With a
0: cause. Our cause is Jesus Christ Amen glorifying him, worshiping him.
1: Amen for that.
0: Um, Alden, you got yes. anything? Um, Actually, I got one thing I want to yes. say. We were talking about hope and... I love this question. What's our only hope in life and death? That we are not our own, but belong body and soul, both life and, and in death. death to our God and our Savior, That's Jesus right. Christ.
1: Yeah. Imagine that, so, being able to see him face to face. What a
0: day that will be. What a day,
1: what that, a will day that will be. So do you got any way you want to
0: officially uh, wrap us up here? Hey,
1: I think I said it earlier, but tomorrow or whenever you listen to this, think about how you can love the person who, that you don't necessarily agree with and how that would be so counterintuitive to what this world would want, okay? You have a huge opportunity to bring someone to know Christ by loving them first and then speaking truth into their lives from God's word. But come alongside them. Show them that you can love them. It is possible. And it was done on earth by our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. You want an example? Go read the Gospels. It's everywhere. It's there. Everywhere. Yes, sir. So that's, my, that's my That's That's my. my exclamation point on the end of this thing. <laughs> that's the hammer. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> that's the hammer. We're driving some nails in the night. Yeah, so. brother.
0: We are. Yes, sir. All, and it has been awesome having you on. Same here. It's been
1: great having some wisdom on the podcast. <laughs> oh, well, no. See, now, <laughs> don't discount yourself in that, right? I mean, I, I completely appreciate and admire yeah, yeah a young men that have a thirst for the word and yeah. for God. Right. Yep. And so don't ever discount that. That's an awesome thing to me. It inspires me yeah. being a man of 50 some odd years old. I'm not going to tell you. No 57. That's <laughs> fine. Uh, it inspires me to see young men that have a passion for Christ. So I just, this, this is exciting for me. It's fun. Yeah. Um, hopefully someone hears it and actually gets something out of it when we're all said <laughs> and done. But um, yes, I appreciate being able to do it with you, especially yeah. on my back porch.
0: Oh awesome. It's a beautiful night out.
1: Well, thanks guys for tuning in to Yeah. Uh, thanks
0: guys for tuning into another <laughs> episode of For the Rebels podcast. Guys, keep rebelling against the culture and conforming to the image of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. We out. Thanks all.